Well, hello, I'm Dr. Terrence O'Hay Sr. I'd like to welcome you to Pathways. We're in now Pathway 2, and I'm here with my good friend and brother, uh, Dr. Uh, David Hirschman. Uh, how are you doing today, Dave? Well, hi, Terrence. I'm doing well, and, and we're in a brand new week. And, uh, you know, the Lord is the Lord is always good. You know, he's always good. Sometimes he's we just feel like he's better and we always feel like he's better than we deserve. But yes, uh, been been experiencing the Lord's blessings. I'm thankful. Well, awesome. Well, you know, this week we're going to talk about uh, uh, this pathway is going to be about inspiring to inspire mm -hmm. and uh, a congregation is what we are, but we may be influenced by the way we've always been raised in our congregations and our churches. So how so how can we describe a congregation in a new and fresh way? So Dave, I'm gonna pass the mic to you and let's all right. <laughs> Terrence, my good friend, yes. You know, this is really dealing with the idea of congregational identity, you know, and identity is so very important because, first of all, it has to do with how we see ourselves. Mm -hmm. But then we've got to acknowledge as well that there's another there are there is at least a couple of other very important identities. Number one, how does God see us? You know, we have an identity of, of how God looks upon us. And very briefly, you know, we could say God identifies us as his children. Mm -hmm. uh, we are also identified as, you know, people who follow Jesus. And uh, each of these things are important aspects to our identity. But frequently, we make, uh, we make a misstep or, or we just don't stop long enough to think about there is another identity and we're going to get to this as we go deeper into our study in this, uh, this pathway. But uh, it's the identity that we project to those around us and that they have on us or of us. Think about, you know, where you are, your church is located, and, and certainly the folks around you know you for uh, your church for what it is, and, uh, but they have a particular view of your identity, and that's something that churches may or may not stop to think about. How are we identifying ourselves to our community and how does our community identify us? Now, those things we'll get to. So, uh, you know, but it's important that, that we remember every congregation has and projects an identity. And so we ought to spend a few moments. What do you think? We ought to spend a few moments and maybe answer the question of what makes a congregation? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. What makes a congregation? And, you know, we all want to know. Okay. Well, you know, let's think about this. You know, uh, <clears throat> there are, you know, is a group of people that gathers together to love, worship, and serve God a congregation? Well, in some way, yes. 
But there are some things to uncover. There are some things that we need to to look about look at. And um, first of all, we need to think about in these terms that this identity, this concept of identity, begins first with the with the the understanding of. Uh, this is a, we are a people, or this, I'm not saying this correctly, but it begins by understanding who we were, all right? So when we look at congregational identity, there is an aspect, and that aspect has to do with who we were. Mm -hmm. Well, I can look back in my life, and there was a time that I did not have a relationship with God. I did not uh, claim to know anything about Jesus other than uh, that, uh, you know, you go to church, you hear about him, that type of thing. Right. And so we might call this our past identity, who we were. And that's going to be different for all of us, yet it's going to be the same for all of us in that we were people without a relationship with Christ, all right? That's good, we were people without a relationship without Christ. Wow, that's good, Dave. And remember that when we said in a previous study, God wants us to understand him and in that understanding to have a relationship with him. Well, to have a relationship with God means that we need to understand that there was a time when we didn't have a relationship. So that's our past identity. It is a part of our whole or overall identity. But we can move on from that. Mm -hmm. And we can see that this identity is made up of not only who we were, but what we became. And now this is where, this is where it's really just, you know, it, it, it just, you know, blesses my heart to think about this because I did not become who I am by my own doing. All right. right? right. I became who I am by this magnificent, wonderful work of God through Jesus Christ, conveyed by the Holy Spirit, I became a child of God. You became a child of God. And many of, of our listeners today have become children of the living God. And, you know, we think about what's said in First John, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. Oh, yeah. man. We become. You see? <laughs> yeah. It, you know, this is who I was, but that's not who I am. All right. I became a child of God by the gracious uh, work of the living God, God, the father, God, the son, God, the spirit. And, and so we're going to look at, uh, you know, in, in a part of our study, we're going to look at how our identity changed. We went from people without a relationship to people with a relationship. But <clears throat> that's only the beginning because that relationship is going to deepen and, and, and become, you know, it might start out. I remember when I was little, 
you know, we had these things called paint bond numbers. And all it was was a white sheet of paper with some lines on it. And we took color. And according to the numbers, we started coloring it in. Well, sometimes I think about my Christian life like that. It started out as, uh, you know, something plain. I had basic understanding. Here's what I understood, Terrence. I understood that um, God loved me. Yes. I understood for the first time in my life what it meant was I was a sinner. And, and like, I never thought of myself as a sinner, but I recognize that God thought of me as a sinner and, and I needed to do something about that. Mm-hmm. And so I accepted God's gracious invitation to be forgiven and to be saved. And I trusted Jesus as my savior. And then this whole, over the last, I won't tell you how many years, but over these last years, that picture has become more colorful as I've learned about God. And as I've learned, you know, sometimes I've learned by mistakes. Mm -hmm. I've learned the many things. And so this picture has become more colorful and more beautiful. uh, But it's a picture that God's doing. Okay. God's doing that work. And I'm just simply allowing him to work. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a great book I read about God's portrait. Mm -hmm. God takes us and makes us to who we are and who we've become. As you said, we came here. uh, We had to have a change of life a changed outlook and a changed view. But those numbers that you just talked about on that, that, that sheet of paper here, he began mm-hmm. to connect us and bring us to who we are today from our yeah. past lives. So that is a wonderful way to yeah. represent uh, that, that, that change in life, but being connected with Christ. Yeah. And think about this, Terrence, God is a incredible artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. Now, you know, our um, our listeners can't see me, but, you know, I always when I'm teaching a class on campus or someplace and uh, I, I, somehow I work my way around to this. I'm so glad my wife didn't marry me for my hair. All right. <laughs> now, you and I know each other. And we can see each other. Yeah. But, uh, you know, over there, my wife and I have been married for uh, we're, we're into our 46th year. And, uh, and, and what was up here is no longer up there, my brother. All right. It's not there anymore. (laughs) And so, but you know, even our physical bodies kind of wear out, don't look as good as they used to. God is an incredible artist and he is crafting a picture using us, using his divine resources in us yes. to make beautiful pictures. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so that becomes a part of our identity. It really does. Yes, it does. So you mentioned something that is a good segue here. So we talk about who we were. That's our past identity. Then we would talk about what we became and that's our changed identity then we need to talk about what we will be and that will be our future identity when we spend eternity with the Lord. All right. And so that future identity, you know, I I just got taught talking about my hair. I have no idea whether God is, we're going to be perfect. Now, does that include, will I have a full head of hair, my brother? I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know 
Hey, Dave, I don't think that hair is going to matter because as you just said, uh, yeah. that's our future hope is to yeah. be with him. Yeah. And I just want to get in there hairless and all, whatever. Just whatever. Let me get inside those gates. <laughs> yes, indeed. We'll be spending, we'll, we'll be, you know, no limitations. These bodies will have no limitations. Right. All right. We'll be in the presence of God. We'll be enjoying what it, we really at that point, understand what it means to be a redeemed child of god all right that's our future identity all right now we got one more see our our, our listeners today you know didn't realize that there's so much to so much to identity but there is you know we've got this identity of of how we see ourselves and how god sees us you know how those around us see us we see that there's components to us, but we're, there's one more we've got to look at. And that is our present and occupying identity. And that is what we're doing right now. And, and so this goes to really a new level in our understanding of uh, who we are as believers in Jesus, followers in Jesus, and members one of another of the local body of believers called congregations, okay? Mm -hmm. And so this identity that we're talking about, this present and occupying identity, is what are we doing and becoming right now where we are? And so there's a lot to say about that. And, uh, and, and so I think as we progress through these weeks, uh, we're going to see uh, a lot of this come. And, and you know, my prayer for the students uh, in this course is that they really just go to a new level of understanding that God is interested in our identity. He wants to change that identity to a new identity and then just paint this glorious picture. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm reminded... Uh, I think it's in the book. Let me let me turn here real quick. Uh, I don't want to mess it up as I am, am able to do. But the book of Jude. Now, I love this. Get this. The book of Jude. Really, these final two verses talk about in some way our identity. And it says this. Now, unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless. Some translations use the word blameless. Either one, I'll take both of them if you don't mind. All right. To present us faultless and blameless before his presence and his glory in with exceeding joy. You know, this gives God great joy to take our past identity, change it, and make it what he wants it to be. And then we get to live for him, live with him forever. Terrence, I can't come up with anything better than that. Can you? Oh, no way. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the identity that Christ gives us, mm -hmm. uh, who makes us become who we are. Uh, I love that you said about our present situation. I think about uh, the word of God says, occupy till I come. And so what are we doing now uh, while we're here? Yeah. Uh, waiting to that ultimate, as you mentioned about that ultimate goal for us to make it to heaven. But we have to occupy uh, now and mm -hmm. doing the, the work he's given us because he's made us, as you brought us earlier, 
you know, our, the, the past, our past lives when we didn't know him. Yeah. But when we found him, oh. we began to learn about him and grow in him. And as we grow in him, uh, we become the creatures, a new creation, a new create a creature uh, mm -hmm. that he gives us in this and in, in him. And I love this about the portrait. You know, we the word of God said we have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, and we amen. teach that to our congregation who come from all walks of life, mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. various backgrounds. Yeah. But they come for us uh, to and share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. So yeah. I love that, Dave. I love that. I'm with you 100%, Terrence, brother. I am. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So thank you again, uh, Dave, for bringing this great uh, presentation for week one. Uh, as we get ready to identify congregation identity, we all have one. And I know many of you hear my voice all the time when I say, I am Dr. Terrence O.A. Sr., and I'm the senior pastor of Faith Deliverance, Church of God in Christ. And I say this tagline, the place where ministry of music and the saving of souls is our goal. So that identifies those who are listening. And of course, you've been in this course these past weeks, and you've heard me say that tagline all throughout the course. So again, thank you guys for coming on, on today. Uh, and we'll be back. We'll be back. Uh, with another presentation. So till next time, be blessed. Thank you so much, Dave. Amen. God bless. <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's